Hello everyone, it's Dr. Dave. Hopefully you had a great week. You're looking forward to your Friday and your weekend. I'm coming at you from the Toronto Neck and Back Pain Clinic on Friday, December 14th, 2018 with your daily health update for the day. I'm gonna help you create a great experience for your Friday and your weekend. I'm gonna steer your health and wellness in a good direction by looking at six different areas of health and wellness. We're gonna look at music therapy and how it's impacting autism. We're gonna talk about the challenges with working the night shift for you night owls out there. And um, quite often we talk about cognitive function and dementia, but we're gonna talk about how foods might help improve uh, memory with men, especially avoiding memory loss. And, we are going to look at the coined phrase couch potato. We'll see what's up with that. And on our wellness and prevention side, we'll talk about preparing for pregnancy, one of the most important things you could prepare for. And finally, instead of back or neck pain, we're going to look lower down in the body at some foot pain today. Take care of those feet. They're going to help get you through life. Not going to treat, diagnose, prevent, or cure any illness or disease with our time together today, but don't fret. Your time is not wasted. By staying plugged into the daily health update, we will continue to steer your health and wellness choices in the right direction. Keep health and wellness on your mind every day, on your to do list, on your top three things that you have to do every day, one of which is taking care of yourself. And you just never know what health problem can improve when you start doing that and what kinds of things you can avoid, prevent in the future. Great strategy, the daily health update. So most of us take music at some point in our life, whether it's through uh, elementary school, whether our parents put us into piano, which is probably one of the most common um, musical uh, exposures we get in life. Um, it's good to learn something that is not academic or uh, challenges or uses our brain in a different way. There's some spillover, they say, to development as well as grades in school and being able to learn. But music therapy specifically can also help kids with autism. Among a group of 51 children with autism spectrum disorder, those who took up singing or playing an instrument experienced improvements in their social communication skills and overall quality of life. Furthermore, MRI scans showed improved connectivity between the auditory and motor regions of the brain in the children who participated in the music intervention. That from the Translational Psychiatry Journal, November 2018. I think it's good for all children to engage in some form of play and um, much, much of their day can just be about engaging the environment but music uh, is a special component because there's a different kind of energy behind that music, that sound, and it uh, stimulates the brain in different kinds of ways. We process that information behind music in a different kind of way, and it can have uh, somewhat of a therapeutic effect on all of us. In fact, not just children, but those of us at any stage of life um, can be benefit from some music therapy, perhaps. Many years ago, we did a talk or presentation through our corporate health and wellness company, Time Health Management, for a power generation plant here in the greater Toronto area. One of the concerns they had was health factors that came up with their night shift workers. Unfortunately, the night shift, working the night shift, or even um, a rotating schedule with shifts, 
uh, is a bit of a problem because the statistics show that especially full night shift is a very stressful on the body and that uh, night shift workers tend to have a high predilection for many different health problems. And uh, one of those risks based on this uh, study from the British Medical Journal in November 2018 is an increased diabetes risk. An analysis of 20 years of data regarding more than 143,000 American women found that working rotating night shifts for five years is linked to a 31% 31 increased risk for type 2 diabetes. So um, sometimes it's necessary. This is part of uh, what we do to support our side, ourselves, and it's a necessary evil, perhaps. Maybe even some people enjoy the night shift, but uh, it requires a higher level of maintenance and more attention to our lifestyle and all those factors that we can do to improve our health and wellness, help our body deal with the reality that a night shift is stressful on the body. So very important to increase our maintenance self-care when we have challenging tasks like that, like the night shift. Our mind is a valuable thing, as um, many of us would uh, probably attest to. We probably want that brain of ours to work as well as it can throughout our whole life, never deteriorating. And uh, we should plan for that now in our lives instead of waiting for the future when and if we notice some problems. One of the ways we can do that is by eating specific foods that support our cognitive or our brain function. And uh, according to the journal Neurology in November 2018, there's certain foods that you can eat to decrease memory loss, especially among men. Eating leafy greens, dark orange and red vegetables, berries, and orange juice may lower the risk of memory loss in men. In this study, researchers looked at questionnaires completed by nearly 28,000 middle-aged men and found that those who consumed the most vegetables were 34% less likely to develop poor thinking skills than men seldom ate than men who seldom ate vegetables. Participants who drank orange juice every day were 47% less likely to develop poor thinking skills compared to men who drank less than one serving per month. And men who consumed several servings of fruit each day were less likely to develop poor thinking skills. That from the journal Neurology, November 2018, as mentioned. So uh, good to get a variety, get those uh, vegetables, especially different colors, and then your berries. Orange juice, not a big fan, maybe better off to eat the orange. But if you have the orange juice, say with a meal, there's lots of protein and fiber that will mitigate the effect of the sugar concentration in that orange juice and uh, might be a little bit safer, but uh, definitely some great health effects from getting those different fruits and vegetables into our diet, not just to prevent memory loss, but obviously probably across the board. But interesting that specifically it will help with that part of our cognitive function. All right, the other thing you can do, whether male or female, is get your body moving. And uh, statistically, we have a little bit of a challenge with that in North America. Some of our numbers come from the United States, where uh, the question becomes, is it a couch potato nation? While nearly 50% of Americans sit too many hours a day and fail to get any exercise at all, a survey of nearly 6,000 American adults found that 26% sit for more than 8 hours per day and 45% fail to get any moderate or vigorous exercise during the week. About 11% sit more than 8 hours per day and fail to be physically active. That from the Journal of the American Medical Association, November 2018. Now that 11% who sit more than 8 hours and aren't physically active I don't know, that number seems a little bit low, even compared to the number of people I come across who commute 
sit at a computer during the day, go home and sit, and probably aren't getting more than five, six hours of sleep, um, and not participating in any structured or scheduled workout routine, that number may actually be a bit higher. So anyway, don't become a statistic. Eat well, get your body moving. It doesn't have to be uh, full out perfect. It doesn't have to be uh, some kind of regimented routine with some kind of goal, but some bare minimum requirements uh, are necessary. So, you know, four to five servings of vegetables and fruit a day minimum. Try to get up to 10, believe it or not, if you can, or more. And um, man, 20 minutes a day minimum. Try to get 40 minutes every second day if you can't do it every day. But work that number up to 60 a day to even 90 on some days. And, uh, you know, later on in life, you'll be glad that you did because the return on that, uh, not only in terms of uh, longevity and quality of life, but even your effectiveness now as a human being to be able to operate on a daily basis and make the most of your day to create those great experiences in every aspect of your life, whether it's work, whether it's play, whether it's relationships, finances, whatever you have to deal with, that food and fitness priority will help get you through. You'll have a better outcome when when you go that route for sure. And along those lines, uh, that strategy can help on the wellness and prevention side in preparing for different aspects of life like pregnancy. The National Institute of Child Health and Human Development offers the following advice for women who plan on having children. Take a folic acid supplement, lead an active healthy lifestyle, increase your fiber intake, reduce your sugar intake, and eat less red meat, processed meat, and animal fats. That from the National Institute of Child Health and Human Development, November 2018. We spend a lot of time in school uh, through elementary and high school and then sometimes on to college and university and our head is in the books, it's in the computer. We're learning, absorbing and having to regurgitate and master some kind of concepts or ideas or logic or knowledge. And one of the times in life we should go back to that approach is when we're planning on growing our family and learning as much as we possibly can, understanding what our options are for ourselves when we want to bring that child into the world, as well as what we're going to do once it arrives and how we're going to deal with that situation. What we cannot do and what has been happening is we are perpetuating a model of health and wellness that is failing and um, it's up to the generations to come to have a different option in terms of how they're going to take care of themselves and what they're going to do when they run into health challenges than we've been currently exposed to. If we do not, then the situation will not improve. It doesn't matter how much information and knowledge we have, if it's not implemented in a habitual kind of way from a very young age. And to take the strain off our healthcare system and to prevent those longevity and quality of life problems that we're currently experiencing with increased obesity, increased early onset diabetes, and a lack of progress in heart disease, cancer, and stroke, then uh, we will forever be stuck in this uh, revolving door of crisis management. So that's my personal perspective on preparing for pregnancy, but preparing to help a child navigate through life in a way maybe that we didn't first realize or have access to because we weren't born with that manual. But the manual is there, we just have to do a lot of work and prepare for it. Uh, and a lot of uh, midwives, a lot of midwifery clinics will offer uh, education in this regard for expecting parents to go in and learn about the pregnancy process, taking care of themselves, both mom and dad, and then also preparing to take good care of that child when they come into the world.
So finally, <laughs> on your exciting Friday health update, we're going to talk about factors for foot pain. Foot problems are not fun. We have to get around during the day and we want to avoid sitting as much as we do so that we don't become that couch potato statistic. But if our feet are sore, that becomes um, difficult to do and engaging in any fitness routine may be even harder and that can be a downward spiral in our health. Foot pain is a common complaint that affects roughly one in four older adults. In this study, researchers investigated demographic factors, anthropometry, leg strength, metabolic factors, steps per day, pain sites, and the psychological well-being among over a thousand adults over the age of 50. The research team concluded that individuals with a higher body mass index and joint pain at multiple sites have an elevated risk for foot pain. That from the journal Maturitis, December 2018. So definitely good, especially if you already have some aches and pains to try and uh, increase the function of whatever joints may not be working right causing any pain so that it doesn't progress to create the foot pain as well and or the reverse too is in play if you have foot problems get those corrected before they start to affect your knees your hips and your low back Um, always a good strategy and unbeknownst to many people along with physiotherapy and um Seeing a medical doctor, chiropractors are also well-skilled at addressing, diagnosing, and treating various foot problems and pathologies, as are osteopaths, massage therapists, acupuncturists, and some of the other paramedical providers. So seek help, recover that function in your feet, and get yourself moving every day. Get yourself uh, to your music class, learn how to play an instrument, get your kids involved with music, deal with uh, optimal health and wellness if you're working that night shift uh, you will uh, be necessary for a higher level of maintenance to do that get those fruits and vegetables in to help with your memory loss and um, if you're looking at having a child plug yourself into a program to learn as much as you possibly can your quote for today comes from terry eagleton who says after all if you do not resist the apparently inevitable you will never know how inevitable inevitable the inevitable was So, you know, inevitably, we cannot stop the calendar and um, time will go by and we will get older. However, even though we can't influence the chronology of it, we can impact the physiology of it. And you can stay as young as possible by maintaining optimum function in your body. And you do that by supporting that function with food and fitness, as well as making good decisions throughout your day in order to take care of yourself. And if you do notice that you're not ideal or where you want to be, or you're not just not your normal self, then seeking out the health and support of a qualified healthcare provider to customize, individualize, and personalize a healthy approach to your life is one of the smartest things you can do in life. And we encourage you to do that. Set a plan up, make a call this weekend, book an appointment for next week, take the time off work if you need to, but get yourself looked at, get those things that you know need to be improved, improved, and you can start out 2019 on a positive note, creating those great experiences every day throughout the year. All right. So, enjoy your weekend. Next week, another full week of the Daily Health Update heading into the holiday season here in North America. And uh, I will look forward to speaking with you then. Go have some fun.